Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Hi guys, so you plateaued and you're stuck and you're, you want to squeeze out more results. Uh, I created this little chart to kind of give you some ideas of what to look at and what could be missing um, because when you evaluate someone and they're telling you, I'm not getting results, I've done keto, I've done intermittent fasting, it's not working for me, well, I can't evaluate that unless I have more information. Well, instead of me consulting you, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you all the common points that always come up with uh, people that are kind of stuck, all right? So here you are, um, you're doing a lot of different meals in the very beginning, and this is what people do is they're grazing. Uh, every hour and a half they have to eat, they have to eat, they have to eat. And this is where I was at a certain point. So what I didn't know, and what a lot of people don't know, is every time you eat, you spike insulin. So we have a lot of insulin up here. So the person has a high level of insulin going on in their blood, even in a fasting state. They don't know it because they've never been tested. The doctors never even focus on it. And the blood sugars usually are normal because that comes later uh, because the high levels of insulin will keep the blood sugars down, right? So it won't go up yet. So they have severe insulin resistance, okay? Or you may have severe insulin resistance and that's what you're up against. So the goal is to get healthy insulin. That should be your goal, okay? And then that's what you should research. So what you want to do first is learn all about it. Get enough information. Don't just do this halfway because you can't, it doesn't work doing it halfway. You have to fully understand all the details because one little thing could mess you up and you have to commit to all or nothing because um, doing it partial, like if you do keto without intermittent fasting, it won't work. If you do intermittent fasting without keto, it doesn't work. So there's certain guidelines that you need to know, understand, learn about, and then you jump in and do it like you're supposed to. Like people ask about cheat days, well that's just going to throw you off for several days. So you just want to start off knowing what to do. Okay, so the step one is the three meals. Okay, you're probably already doing that. No snacks. Okay, so to be able to go from one meal to the next, you need more fat. That'll help you. It's more satisfying. Uh, you need more salad and greens. So that'll give you potassium to heal insulin resistance and speed things up. Okay, so what happens between three meals and two meals is that's when you're really doing a keto adaptation. You're adapting to fat. In that process, you're usually going to need more of certain nutrients. You're going to need more potassium and B1. I recommend electrolyte powder or potassium citrate that's in it or nutritional yeast. That'll speed things up so you won't get the side effects. So you're going to go from here to here. You're going to push your breakfast forward into the point where you're at two meals a day. It shouldn't be that bad. So most people can do this. So now they're at two meals a day, no snacks, everything's cool. Now, but here's the thing. If you still have cravings, if you're still hungry between the meals, like excessively, you're not fully adapted. So either you got to cut your carbs lower, okay? Keep the carbs lower. There's some hidden carbs somewhere. Um, or you're not consuming enough greens, okay? or your protein is off a little bit. So let me just kind of quickly explain protein. Um, you know, if you're doing three meals, you're doing like maybe an average of four ounces of protein per meal. 
If you're doing two meals, it's like five ounces of protein per meal. If you're doing one meal, it's about eight ounces of protein per meal. Some people want to know about calories and grams. It's extremely confusing. I'm going to tell you why, but I will explain it if you want to know. So let's say, for example, you have uh, some beef, okay, and you have four ounces of beef, which comes out to 113 grams. And you're thinking, oh, wow, so I need 113 grams of protein per meal. No, 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 no. This gram is for the total weight of everything in that beef because half of the beef is protein and half of it is fat. Or maybe it's like not exactly half and half, but the point is that this is the total. The actual amount of protein could be something like, I don't know, 32 grams, okay? And as you look at these nutritional facts, as you, if you wanted to study it, you're going to go, wait, wait a second. I'm counting the grams of uh, protein and grams of fat, but they don't equal the total. What else, is, what else else am I missing here? Well, what they don't usually write in the supplemental facts is water. Water makes up a, a big portion of that 113 grams. So in other words, don't ever look at the total grams. It's going to confuse you. Okay. Just look at the total grams of protein. The other thing that you can do, this is a little formula, um, the very minimum amount of protein you want to consume per day of actual protein is 0.36 times your body weight. Okay, that'll give you the amount of, of protein that you need. If you really wanted to know specifically, but I don't know why you'd want, because I'm just giving you the ounces right here, but you can go between 0.36 to 0.7 grams. Not per kilogram, that's a whole different unit, but per pound. So you'd, you'd multiply, let's say you weighed uh, 200 pounds. 200 times 0.7, and that would give you the total number of grams of protein. And that is per day, not per meal, okay? So it's a little confusing because we're measuring the keto uh, formula for certain macronutrients and intermittent fasting. And what's confusing for that is as we consume less food, the, the amount of protein per day is going to decrease simply because our body is going to adapt to conserving proteins. It's going to be more conservative of retaining more nutrients and you're not going to need as much food and you're going to be fine. You're not going to become nutritionally deficient. Okay, but I just wanted to give you this formula if you wanted to know that. But the point is that you could uh, increase or decrease your protein depending on how you feel as well. Like uh, sometimes people feel like I had enough protein for the day. They just know they have enough or, you know what, I need a little more protein. But this is kind of like the, the range I would recommend. Now, in the very beginning, when you're doing three meals a day, you're doing more fat and you're trying to just get your body in, in fat burning. But I mean, the goal is really to get your body to burn its own fat. So if there's too much dietary fat available in the diet, body's not going to necessarily go after your reserve as much. It'll go after the diet. So what does that mean? It means that as you go to two meals and one meal, you want to lower the amount of extra fat. So I would basically, at this point, if you want to lose weight, cut down the amount of fat, not by consuming lean protein, but just don't add more fat into the meal. Just keep your fat within the protein that, you normally, that normally comes with the fat, and then you're, you're going to be okay. But too much fat can slow down your progress. Now, the other thing is, uh, um, if you're... What determines whether you go to two meals to one meal? That really has to do with your goal. Do you want to lose more weight? 
Um, yes, okay, but my metabolism is slow and it's not working at two meals. Well, let's go to one, one meal. Uh, that's going to really speed things up for you to heal insulin resistance and you're going to see a lot more progress because you're up against years of uh, maybe a sluggish uh, metabolism and hormonal issues and so you're going to have to do something. So this would be very, very important. Slow metabolism, go to one meal a day. The other thing is you can start focusing on reducing your stress, okay? There's certain nutrients you can take. You can do acupressure, you can go for long walks, change your environment, increase more sleep. That's also going to help. Uh, take more nutrients, add more exercise. These are all things that are going to speed things up. And also look for um, other body issues that you have that you can improve. For example, if you have a thyroid issue or polycystic ovarian syndrome or really bad cycles or inflammatory conditions or constipation, Fix the weak link, okay? And then that will actually speed things up. So this is kind of my overall um, one chart troubleshooter, if, if you sort of speak, to kind of uh, get an eyeball of what maybe you might be missing that you need to plug in to achieve your goal. All right, thanks for watching.